everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap as if you are blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with someone who might also be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach, and just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions about starting their own service-based company, please do us a favor and drop a link to the show. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David Hilton. Mitch, what's up, buddy? It is Tuesday is of, it? A sh- of a short week. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a Monday, Tuesday. It does feel like a Monday. Yeah. Yesterday was Memorial Day. You texted me this morning, and I was like, why the fuck is Mitch texting me today? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, shit. I better get myself together. Yeah. Got a show to do. Got a show. Got a show. So, what are we going to talk about? Today, today's show topic is how to get boatloads of Google reviews for your company without having to go through a review agency. There's a lot of companies out there that you can pay that will get you a lot of Google reviews. Um, I'm going to tell you how we do it, and I'm going to tell you how to do it that doesn't cost you a dime. Literally, it does not cost you a single penny. And uh, it's all organic, and it's all genuine, and it's all authentic, and you'll get a lot better uh, Google reviews out of it. So, um, More genuine Google reviews. More genuine, exactly. Yeah. exactly. People, so, can, people can tell. Like when you click on it in the first... Like 10 are, oh, they did a great job. Or it's not short, but it's really long. Like it's a paragraph. They were great at this. They were great at that. They showed up on time. It's like they hit all the main points. Yeah. That you could tell they're just fake. They're yeah. Just fake. And, and I mean, I, I have a feeling, I don't know this for fact, but I have a feeling Google has a way to know if the reviews are legit or not. I mean, they're, they're tracking everything, right? They're tracking your location. They're tracking your conversations that you're having on your phone and through your email and all of that kind of stuff. So I have a feeling Google knows if we had a technician in a customer's home. And so if that person leaves us a Google review, I have a feeling Google knows it's authentic. Um, but if we were to have somebody in like Wisconsin you know, we're based out of Kansas City. If we had somebody in Wisconsin leave us a Google review, I have a feeling Google would know that that's probably not legit. Would they? Maybe. Would they? I mean, it would definitely be grounds for removal because you can get re- reviews removed that that aren't real. Oh yeah. So, um, and and <clears throat> and so, um, while while we're on that subject, you want to make sure that your reviews are legitimate and authentic. Do not have your family leave you Google reviews and do not have your employees leave you Google reviews. You want to leave the Google reviews for your actual customers of your business. Um, For one, when you get a couple hundred Google reviews in, the two or three that you got from your mom and your employee aren't going to matter. So if they're not going to matter in three or four weeks or three or four months, they don't matter today. So don't go rush out and think you have to lie and have some some insiders leave you Google. Yeah, you don't so. need 10, like, day one. Right, right. So um, I am going to go over the 10 steps. We, we actually have this 
as like a written process inside of our business, but this is our 10 step process for getting Google reviews. So, and, and not just Google reviews, five star Google reviews. So I'll preface this by saying that we have been in business for less than two years, not quite 24 months. Okay. Um, 22 months actually. So 22 months into business, we have over four at the date this show is, is airing. Uh, we have over 400 Google reviews and we have a 5.0 rating on Google. So, um, this system works and it works really well. Um, and to think that for half of the time that we've been in business, we only had one plumber in the field. Now we have four plumbers in the field. So the more plumbers you have, the more Google reviews you can get. But, uh, for half the time we were in business, we only had one and now we're up to 400 Google reviews. So, um, step one in getting a bunch of five-star Google reviews you have to actually provide great service and you actually have to like install or, or deliver a very high quality product. You wouldn't think that would have ding, to ding, be ding, step ding, one, ding, 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 ding. but yeah, there's a boatload of people out there <laughs> who were given half-assed products and half-assed service and expecting Google reviews out of it. And it's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. And then for every three star they have, there's a little thing at the bottom where, you know, you can see the response. Oh, well, this, eh, 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 just excuse after excuse. Yep. Yep. So, um, I'll, I'll tell you right now. So we, we have, as of today, <clears throat> right now, we have 403 Google reviews. 400 of those are five-star reviews. Three of them are not. Um, two of those three are four-star reviews. One of them, and, and this is how in tune I am with our Google reviews. I can explain every single non-five-star. Um, every single, there's three. There's Exactly. <laughs> there's, three. there's so few of them, right? So um, one of them felt that our price was a little too high. Everything else was perfect, and so they gave us a four-star. And I'm not going to argue with that, right? Like that's actually kind of validates our pricing is right where it needs to be that you get. Hey, don't be too low, just too yeah, high. Yeah. So, um, one of them, our technician goofed and, um, uh, he had to drill a couple of holes under the cabinet and he did not clean up all the shavings out of the cabinet after drilling the holes, all the wood shavings from the hole saw. Get those guys some Milwaukee vacuums, man. He's got one. He just didn't use it. Mm. Just forgot a step. And so, um, uh, that guy, I mean, he even says it in his review, like, you know, did really good work, just forgot to clean up his mess in the cabinet afterwards. Um, and then one of the reviews is actually a one-star review, and it's from this piece of shit house flipper out of Lee Summit, Missouri, that um, we were under contract with them to make a repair on their sewer, and we told them flat out, uh, your sewer line's collapsed, we know nothing beyond this point. So... Um, all we can do is give you a price to fix the sewer line right here. Now, where it's collapsed is very close to the roadway. So if there's issues beyond this, they're going to be under the road, and it's going to get really expensive. And and they said, okay, well, we got to do what we got to do. And so we gave them a price to fix the sewer in that one spot. We got it all dug up. We got it opened up. The line still wasn't draining. We stuck a camera down it. The camera got under the road and wouldn't go any farther. We stuck an auger down it. The auger got tied up in the line and it took us like an hour and a half to get the auger out. We brought in a jetting truck and the jetting truck couldn't even get it open. Their line is like collapsed under the roadway. So then 
she did the typical house flipper thing. And if you're a piece of shit house flipper, just fuck you. That's just all there is to it. Um, they did the they did the typical house flipper thing, and they they tried to get out of paying us. You know, they 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 didn't want the job to go any farther. They didn't want it to go any more expensive. And so then they tried saying, well, you haven't really done all that much work, and so we're only going to pay you like twenty percent of what we agreed to pay you. And they they just started this this negotiation tool, and I had to threaten to put a lien on the property uh, to get to get money out of them. And even then it was only, we only got paid about half of what we were owed. Yeah. So they, they actually had the balls to leave us a one star review. So, um, we replied accordingly and, and said, yeah, our experience with you was also one star worthy. <laughs> so, um, but those are our three non five star reviews, literally 403 reviews at, at the date this show airs and 400 of them are five stars. Yeah. So, um, we do badass service. So that's the key to getting them. Uh, one key. Um, step number two, set up your business profile on Google. This used to be called Google My Business. Um, now it is your Google business profile and you actually will work it through Google Maps once it's all set up. Um, you'll pull up your own Google Maps app and it all kind of channels underneath Google Maps. Um, but you'll, you'll fill out some info. You can, you can literally Google how to set up my business profile. Um, Google the Google. Yeah. And, um, you'll fill out some information and, and they'll need to verify that you're a legit business and that you're the actual owner of the business that you're claiming to be the owner of. And they do this by sending a postcard in the mail to the address that you claim the business is at. Um, and, and, they they do this so that like I can't go in and claim your business as my business because then when they send that val- validation postcard I won't get it it actually goes yeah. to the business right you don't want to do that I anyway. would have to like intercept your mail for a couple of weeks to find it because it does take a couple of weeks for that postcard to come um, once you get that postcard there's a code on it you'll enter that code in and that's kind of your validation code um, you can't sign up with a PO box. You need a legit street address to sign up for a Google business profile. Why do you think that is? Because they want to make sure that you're an actual business. I, I know lots of actual businesses that have their business address, and then they get all their mail through a P.O. box. Exactly. But a P.O. box isn't a physical address, and they want to make sure that that, that postcard is going to the physical address. No, so I mean, like, they don't even – so the physical address, they don't get any mail there. Right. So what like you would, they don't have a mailbox out front. So what you would now, have I'm sure to do, that that address is tied to their PO box. But well, and keep in mind your maybe. Google business profile is all operating off of Google Maps. So this, like, when you pull up Google Maps and you get anywhere near, like, oh, so it sees that there's an actual address. It sees that there's an address there, and it'll actually like this is what pulls the little pin up on, you know, whenever you got Walmart down the street. That's, that's that pin that's pulled up there is because they've done the Google business thing. Yeah. So uh, this is what gets the pin on the map for your location. Um, and in full disclosure, we operate this out of our house and like you, I mean, we used our house address. So, and a lot of people think, Oh man, aren't you a little worried? Like running that, like everyone knowing where your house is now and all this stuff. And, Why? uh, we operate our business in a way where I am not the least bit concerned if our customers know where I live because there's not a single one of them that's going to be pissed off, mm. right? 403 reviews. It's easy now. It, when you get up to 10,000, well, there will probably be a we couple. We won't be of, operating it out of our house at that not. point. We'll have an office at that probably point. Probably not. 
So um, once your business profile is set up, now you can register and list yourself as the owner. So once you're the owner of the profile, this gives you the ability to upload pictures and post uh, to your business profile. This also gives you the ability to reply to reviews. Now, you're still not ready to start getting Google reviews yet. This, this whole process takes like a month to, to get all this set up. By the time they get you the postcard and you get everything set up. So don't think that you're going to like quit your job today and have a be able to get Google reviews like tomorrow. Realistically, you need to give yourself about 30 days to get all this set up. And we talk about that a lot just in the – I mean that's why we have the preparation steps. Right. You know – it takes more time than you think it's going to take. Yeah. And if you to haven't be, to be well prepared, it it's going to take time. Yeah, and if you haven't yet started your business yet, then you're going to want to um about a month and a half, maybe 6 to 8 weeks before you're actually going to open your doors and and launch, <clears throat> you're going to want to do all this. So, yeah. mark that down that about 6 to 8 weeks before you open, start getting your Google My Business thing set up and ready to go. Um so now that you're logged in and, and you're listing yourself as the owner, then you can create a nice profile pic and a background cover photo. It's kind of like Facebook where you have a profile and a cover photo. The the Google My Business thing is very similar to that. Um, I personally, I use our logo for our profile pic, and then I have a nice photo of our mission statement that I use as our cover photo. So it looks well. It looks good on Google. Um, it makes you, so adding those photos in there, just like when you get a friend request from somebody on Facebook and they have no profile photo, you like, immediately yeah. think they're like yeah. a scammer, right? Same thing here. You got to put good photos on there. Otherwise, your customers are going to think yeah. you're not legit. I like the one where it says Habib Juarez, and then it's like a smoking hot blonde. Oh, and yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> see my nudes here. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Click. Yep. I mean, I don't see. What? There's no yep. nudes. What what are you what are you searching to get those, David? I've never seen those. I'm not searching. They just pop up on my fucking Facebook feed all the time. I don't get it. Um, I get a lot of fifty for some reason. I don't know what group I'm in. I get a lot of fifties and sixties singles stuff like pop up in my Facebook feed. Man, what are you searching? I'm I'm. It's all them emails I send him that say fifties and sixties singles <laughs> on the bottom in white font. I'm, I'm for those that listen to our previous yeah, episode. I'm married. I'm 40, and I don't I don't know why I'm getting this stuff. It's like a bunch of old grannies with gray hair. I'm like, what the fuck is going? on? Why am I 60 singles? Why? Any anytime you get what ads like happening? that, just remember that they're monitoring your search history, so it's your own doing. There's it's Facebook. <laughs> I don't search anything. I'm on face. I am on some muscle car groups for sale. See, and fishing. It's probably the who fishing drives boats. a muscle car? A bunch um, of single 50 and 60 guys. year old dudes. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Right. Oh, I had to get out of those groups, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, man. So after you get all your profile pic and your, your cover pic loaded up, then you can actually start making posts on your Google My Business page. And um, this, so so for those that have followed the show, um, we've, done a, we've done a show on how to run your social media. And so, like, if you Google, like, if, if you search our show and just type in social media, you should be able to find it. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what episode it's in. I have no idea. I think it's in one of the core episodes. We should probably get, like, a list over here on the wall you that know, says what these... We talk about it every two weeks. We do, but we're not that organized with this show. Maybe we should be. Maybe it's, um, time, to, maybe it's time to do what step is... Uh, 
nine, episode nine, step six. Evaluate performance, make there adjustments, you, and improve. There you go, buddy. Step six. Maybe it's time to move on. Move up. Um, so this is not like your social media. You, people go to social media to be entertained. People go to your Google My Business profile or your Google Business profile. They go to there to learn about your business. So this is where you want to post those pictures of of whatever it is that you do for a craft. If you are a lawn care provider, this is where you can dump tons of photos of really good looking lawns that you've cut. Um, if you're a plumber, this is where you can dump photos of water heaters and piping that you've installed. Um, you know, hairdresser, all of that kind of thing. This is where you can dump a lot of those photos. So um, you want to get in a routine of doing, uh, we do like one every five to seven days. And sometimes we'll go like a month without doing one just because it slips my mind. Um, but once you have a bank of photos, the, the key with Google is you want to get a bank of anything in there, right? You want to get a bank of 30 or 40 photos in there. And you don't want to just do 30 or 40 all at once. Um, so you want to get a bank of 30 or 40 photos. You want to get a good bank of reviews in there. So at this point, we've got 400 reviews. We, we're, we're established. We're legit. I could really slow down on getting Google reviews, and it probably wouldn't affect things too much other than it wouldn't keep us as fresh. So now we, like, we initially we got a whole bunch of reviews early on because we wanted to look as, as established as we could. Well, now we get reviews to just keep things fresh and keep things current. It would look weird if our most recent review was like four weeks ago. So um, we, we... Yeah, you probably need... I mean, you would. I would say one a week... Um, like if the freshest one was last week, we'll, and then the next one was, if you were on a weekly, right. You know, it'd be one, two, three, four. I mean, if, if someone went down five weeks, there'd be one for every week. I, I like to see one per tech per day. So five a week, four It's a different. Week. Like in our business, our plumbers see an average of three to four people a day. You're, oh, one so you're of asking those them people to give, should get, get one. Well, we ask everybody. But one of those customers should do it. You hope. You would hope. Right. You hope. So um, that's the other thing about Google reviews. Even when someone has an, a stellar experience, they won't leave a review. Yeah. But when someone has a bad experience, they leave a review. We're going to talk about how to shed that here in a minute. Not shed, just people do that. Yeah. And then you have to deal with it. Well, it's easier to get bad reviews than it is to get good reviews. Absolutely. Unless you don't say when you're leaving the home or when you're talking to a customer, look, this is salesmanship 101. Yep. It is hard to squeeze that in somewhere without sounding like you're trying to ask them to do it. Well... We're just very upfront with them. We flat out ask them to do it. And, and I'll go over all of that here on the, on the lower steps. But, um, yeah, we just flat out ask them. We, we, don't, we don't rely on them to come at us. We, we, we ask them. Salesmanship 101. So, um, do this for me, please. So once you have all of your pictures up there and you've got a good five to seven um, uh, post pictures on your Google My Business <clears throat> page or your business profile. Um, now you're ready to start getting reviews. So um, you'll want to make it incredibly easy for a customer to give you a review. Um, just like what you said, customers won't go out of their way to give you a good review, but if you piss somebody off, they will move mountains to leave you a bad review. Yeah, and by mountains, they mean walk over, kick their cat off the chair, and go click, 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 click. And then blame that on you. Yeah. 
And then there's your review. Yeah. Shit right there in front of you. So I used to work at a company where uh, this is when Google reviews. So this would have been about <clears> 10 <throat> years ago. Um, this is when Google reviews were becoming really, really popular. I mean, they were already there, but not all companies were quite on board with them yet. And so I was a manager at this company and the general manager came to all the managers and said, we want you guys pushing your guys, your teams to get more Google reviews and we need more Google reviews. The other guys in town are getting a bunch of them. We need them. And, and so we started pushing all of our guys to get Google reviews and we just weren't getting very many and we just weren't getting very many. And this went on for like weeks and here we were pressuring all of our guys. We were getting pressure from general management and it just wasn't happening. And so finally I had like this epiphany or something and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to like, see what it takes. I, like, I know my guys are asking the customers for Google reviews, but we're still not getting them. I'm like, what's it take to give a Google review? And so I tried and I tried and I tried and I couldn't figure out how to leave the company that I worked for. I could not figure out how to leave them a Google review. And so, uh, and now granted this was 10 years ago, things are different now, but, um, so the next management meeting we were in, um, the GM was pushing all of us to give Google reviews. And, and I said, you know, I'm not going to name drop who it was, but I, I said, Hey, how about you? Like you've got your computer hooked up to the, to the screen right now. We're all looking at it. How about you log in and leave us a Google review? And he kind of got a little red faced a little bit. He's like, well, okay. I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at, but okay. And so he jumps on the internet and he can't figure out, and he's like three to five minutes in and he still can't figure and out. And he's mad as how fuck to now, and, and right? So, and, and he said, so what's your point, Mitch? And I said, well, I think I've just proven it, that we're asking our customers to leave us Google reviews, but nobody knows how to do it. And you just tried for three minutes. I mean, our customer's probably going to give up after 60 seconds of trying. Yeah. So do you tell them, hey, dude, I tried for five, for yeah. ten, I couldn't do it either. I said, I couldn't do it either, right? And, and we did these manager meetings once a week. And so I said, tell you what, next week, I'm going to have a solution for you. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll... I'll I'll figure out something. And so I figured out a link. Like, like there's, once you figure out how to leave a Google review, it's a, it's a website, it's a link, right? Yeah. And so, um, and, and we're going to go over this here a little bit later on, this is what we do in our company. But I was able to take that link and I could email it around. So I tried like emailing that link to somebody else in the office and they could click on it. And immediately, would you like to give a Google review for such and such company? And I'm like, okay, so that's the key. But this link is like, a mile long, right? So yeah. at that time you had to go to, a, this was 10 years ago, you had to go to an outside website and create like a shortened abbreviated link to where the link was only like maybe 12 characters long. But so, so we went, we, we had that crazy long link converted to an abbreviated link. And then I started emailing that around and everything worked. And so then we, we were already working in a company that emailed customers the invoice. And, okay, and so, so it's just on, in the invoice title. I changed or our I changed our email message body to say, if you've received five star service, click here and let us know. And then I had that link underneath it, and and it worked. And so from like the, so the next week in the manager's meeting, I told them this is what we need to do. I've changed our email message body, so now our technicians just have to tell the customers, you know, there's a there's a link in the email that I'm getting ready to send you, and you just have to click that link. And literally, we went from getting like one Google review a month to getting like 20 Google reviews a week. Now, this was a big company. It had like 100 employees. 
but we went from getting one a month to like 20 a week the moment we gave a customer one-click access to Google reviews. Yeah. So I know that was a crazy long-winded story, but it, I needed to tell it because that's how important it is that you make it easy do for you get, your customers to do it. Do you get a bonus for that? Uh, yeah, what do you think? No. <laughs> I think you. I think no right. would be the answer. So um, what you'll do is you'll... Now, now you don't even need to like shorten the link, right? Now we can do things called hyperlinks. So um, in our CRM that emails our customers the invoice, I can put hyperlinks in the CRM. And what a hyperlink is, is it is words in the paragraph that turn blue. Yeah. And, and those just... words, when you click on those words, it'll actually take you to a website, it, right? It transcribes the link yeah. into something else. So like our invoice literally says, if you've received five-star service, click here and let us know. Yeah. And the words click here and let us are know blue and are under, blue. Are blue and, and then they're hyperlinked, yeah. right? And so the, the customer can literally click, click here and let us know, and it takes them right to leave a Google review. I'm going to hack your website. And the new click here stuff is going to send you to... I don't know where yet, but I'm going to figure <laughs> something fun out. Right. Um, make my own website. If you are not doing Dave's emailed six-year-old grannies, click here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. If you're not doing emailed invoices, if you don't have a CRM and you're still doing paper invoices, you still have a customer's phone number, you can text them the link as well. So don't think you have to be doing emailed invoices for this to give them one-click access. You can literally text them. Hey, thanks for letting us take care of you today. If we gave you five-star service, please click on this link and let us know. You can't text a hyperlink. Like, it's going to have the crazy long link in it, but that's fine. But, yeah. So, also, it'll say clicks here, click here and then have the long link yep. that they can just hit. Yeah. And we don't run into this as much anymore. And as time goes on, it's less and less, but it's still enough that I'm going to bring it up. iPhone users might not give you a Google review because they might not have a Gmail account. Um, every Android user has to have a Gmail account. You have to have it to run the Android platform. iPhone users might just have an iCloud account and not a Gmail account. And nobody is going to go create a Gmail account just to give you a review. So there's, it's, it's virtually impossible to have a hundred percent penetration whenever it comes to, I just made Dave laugh because I said penetration. <laughs> no, How juvenile you, are we? because you said 100% penetration. <laughs> That's nothing to do with penetration. <laughs> and then he looked right at me, looked me in yeah. the eyes because he knew I, knew I was going to get it. It was coming. <laughs> so you're not going to have a 100% success rate with uh, with Google reviews simply because of Android to iPhone oh, users. Oh, my God. Um, and that's not going to be a big problem for long. I mean, On let's a long be enough honest, timeline, everyone will have a, a Gmail account. Almost everyone does. You're, I you're probably going to have to have one on your birth certificate to be born here before too long. So. I have an iPhone. I have a Gmail account. Right, right. Okay, it just it, – there are things that you get into that you need Gmail for. Yep. You got to have it. Yeah. So now – um, go back to the story of where I used to work, where we implemented this there and we went from one review a month to 20 a week. Um, one of the things that we learned, and I've carried this forward to my business, one of the things that we learned was when you give customers one-click access to leave you a Google review, they have one-click access to vent their concerns as well. So... Yeah, we got a lot of reviews, but our ratings started to suffer a little bit because... Because your text that, sucked. Well, and no, at that <laughs> point, that was the only avenue we had given the customers to bring criticism our way as well. 
And so we learned, okay, if this worked so well, let me modify our emailed invoice again. Let me add another line that says, if you've received anything less than five-star service, please click here and let us know. And when they clicked there, it opened up their email box with our email already pre-filled in it, and they could send us an email. Yeah. And that was a godsend. And, and that right there, that little nugget of information right there is worth a share on this show because this is how we do it. And literally, this is why we have a 5.0 rating on Google. If somebody is happy about us, they click the link to let us know. Ours, we don't do a hyperlink for the the uh, constructive criticism or, or the, like the way the way our invoice reads is it says, um, if you've received five-star service, click here and let us know. And that takes you straight to leave a Google review. The very next line down, if you've received anything other than five-star service or if you have a concern that you would like to bring to our attention, please send us an email at... And it's got our email yeah. that they can send it to. Well, literally, that's the only avenue that people bring constructive criticism our way. We've told our customers, if you're happy, click here. If you're not happy, click here. And it literally funnels all unhappy customers away from Google and to a platform that we can take care of them on. If you leave me a bad Google review, it's, it makes it a lot more difficult for me to solve your problem. Because the, you can't communicate very well through Google. It's not like a conversation. It's more like a statement, right? Yeah. If they send me an email, I, for one, I've got a little bit of time, right? I can research the issue. I can reply to the email. We can have a phone call. We can, we can have like a full-on conversation through email. So it's a great way to bring upset customers into a different channel that's not Google. It's a filter. It's a filter. It's, it's how a, you filter, filter the unhappies from the happies. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. And uh, like be ready for people to send you an email. Yeah. And be ready to take care of the problem. Like this is how you make your business better, right? It, it's real easy to say, oh, well, they're just upset and you can't make everybody happy. But you can try. You can try and you can learn patterns, right? Yeah. So like that house flipper that flipped us out of the money and, and, and didn't give us the money. Like, no, I'm not going to bend over backwards. There's nothing to learn there other than you know, most house flippers are pieces of shit, right? Yeah. That's what we learned from that. But if I have four or five people email me in a month concerned about a mess we left, I got a problem. Yeah. And I got to fix that problem, right? I yeah. can't just say, well, customers want too much, right? What do they want me to vacuum their whole house when we're done? Like, no. like some, some people would take that approach. Yeah. Then you can pull Ed aside and say, Hey, Ed, dude, right. Your last four calls. I mean, what's going on, bro? Right. Right. Um, and, and so, and, and I will also say this, um, I take even pricing concerns very, very seriously because I, I found over my 20 years of managing other plumbers that your pricing concerns will happen with some plumbers and they won't happen with other plumbers. And what that means is, so I, I was a plumbing manager, right? So this isn't just plumbing. This is with anybody, um, some of your people will have customers concerned about price and other of your technicians or other of your employees will never have a, a customer call in about price concerns. And what that means is one employee is a lot better at providing value than the other. And if you don't provide value, you're going to get some hate mail for it. So um, basically it just kind of funnels that it filters to, to use your word. It filters all of that effort over to, okay, 
all of these are lining up onto this one guy or these couple of guys. I need to work with them on how to provide more value. It doesn't mean we have to lower <clears throat> our price. It means we have to provide more value. You know, and when you go into salesman meetings and stuff, like when you have an employee who's a rock star but doesn't have personality, but like literally every call is perfect, every call is to the T, he never has issues, but then people are worried about the price that you guys are – it's amazing that when you can go inside someone's home and be personable with them and pet the dog and have a smile on your face, they are almost always – if they're getting the same service, they're willing to pay more money for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because you're providing them a personal experience in their home. Yep. It sounds so stupid. No. You're a plumber. You're fixing a toilet. No, you're not. Right. You're some, You're a liaison for your company that is in that house. Yep. And, man, I mean, when you go into an old, older, say you're going into an old, I'm just picking any example here. You go into an older lady's home, and she's alone, and she's got a dog. And you spend 10 minutes talking to her about something that has nothing to do with plumbing. Yeah. And your company's expensive and you've given her uh, the proper repair that she needs. And you paid she, attention to her dog. She doesn't care that it costs her 50 extra dollars. Right. So when you start getting guys that are, you know, when you start getting four or five guys and then you see one that is a great plumber, but he's... An introvert, maybe. Yep. Maybe he just isn't really outgoing, but he doesn't excellent job. Yeah. That's it's not a red flag, but that's something you can pull up and say, "Hey, man. Yeah. Look, let's talk about just you know what's going on here. You know how you interact with customers, yep. things like that, and all you're making it easier for him to make sales. Yep. You may be by bringing it up, you make you may make his job easier. Maybe he's super nervous. Yeah. And you just having a little meeting with him may free him up yep. to be a better salesman later. Well, and, and to some degree, too, you can't fix it, right? Like, there's always going to be... No, but you, you can improve. You, you can improve. There's always going to be people on your team that are better at getting Google reviews than other people. And you're going to, you're gonna after a while, you're going to realize that there's going to be, like, one guy that's notoriously the worst at getting Google reviews. Um, I have multiple ways that I measure the success of my guys, uh, Google reviews are one of them, but I've got other ways as well, right? And and so if a guy's not getting a ton of five-star Google reviews, I don't really throw too big of an alarm. Now, if the guy's not getting a ton of five-star Google reviews and he's getting me a lot of concerned emails, well, that's an alarm. When we're talking about concerned emails with price because he's just not buttering the roll. Right. You know? Right. So... Um, there, there's a couple of different ways to do it, but you'll you'll learn, especially if you have a team of guys, you'll learn that there's going to be one or two guys on your team that are a lot better at getting Google reviews than others. You know, and, so. and Mitch is, you know, they're all service guys. They all kind of do the same thing. But if you're if you balloon into a bigger company or you're a company that does a lot of different things, maybe moving someone from a specific area mm -hmm. in sale, not necessarily sales, but service from one area to the other could also alleviate that situation. It can. You know, it, hey, maybe this guy should be on the, when we get sewer calls that are a real nasty, dirty mess, people don't want to be dealing with them anyway. They don't want to be standing over his shoulder. Yep. Maybe he flourishes there instead of the water heater calls and the, you know, kitchen sink. I'm just using plumbing as yep. an example. Yep. You know, maybe 
where the customer's not one-on-one or can't be one-on-one the entire time, maybe that's a better avenue for them. Yeah. Maybe they're more comfortable there also and can do better. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got guys that are better at getting reviews than others. Um, and I think it just has to do more with their personality than anything else. Um, I will, I will take a few minutes and drive home, you know, as a, as a person that's delivering the service, right? And this doesn't matter whether you're a plumber, HVAC guy, electrician, haircutter, lawnmower, doesn't matter. There are jobs where you're putting in significantly more effort than the average for, for the same or maybe even less money, right? Yeah. For let, let's take, for example, plumbing. We have a, we have a service charge to come out to somebody's house. Let's say their repair is kind of one of those weird gray area, middle ground kind of diagnostic only repairs. Like we fix it while we're trying to learn what it is type of thing. Yeah. That's a charge or that's a call where you're not going to be able to charge very much. But that should also throw up a massive green flag to drive hard for that Google review. Here's a customer that you solve their problem for almost no money. Yeah, that is like the prime five star Google review customer right there. They are going to be happier than almost any other customer out there. They may have been fearing some big repair bill and you fixed it with a minor adjustment. Like push that customer for a five star review more than anybody else. Well, Because you don't have to push them that hard. Right. You just got to nudge them. Right. Like, hey, now they're on it. on, On the flip side, push your most expensive customers for a five star review as well. Uh, You would be amazed how often, like a lot of people are like, well, I paid a whole lot of money for this. I don't know if I want to, like they, they kind of get nervous because they're they're not all that confident in their price. Those are the best ones. The, what's crazy is like the most expensive customers means that they've bought a lot of your time, which means you've had tons of time to deliver them enormous amounts of value and they can see that. Yeah. And so they are more likely to give you a, like those are the reviews that are like a paragraph long. When you were in their house for a day and a half, yeah, replacing th- all of their dream or pipes. three days. Right, yeah. right. So, well, and they get to know you in yep. those situations. And if they get to know you and you do, do feel like you have a good, I don't want to say friendship, but you have a good rapport with them yep. over those entire three days and they seem happy, it is easy for them because they have developed a quasi-relationship with you. Yep. Not only are they going to call you back, but they're happy to sit down for two minutes and just type up a quick, you know, yeah. Eight line parag- yeah. mini paragraph and post it. Yeah. Um, so what we do, um, obviously we have the lines in our emailed invoice that they say, if you've received five star service, click here. If you've received anything less, send us an email at blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and those two options give the customer the path to choose, uh, there. So our process for how we do it is we're closing out with a customer and we, we collect payment from them. And then after we collect payment, we record their payment in our system. And so that way, the in, the invoice that we're getting ready to send them is a paid invoice, right? We collect payment on site, no billing. And so we'll tell the customer, I'm going to get, I'm getting ready to send you a paid invoice to the email that you provided the office. Um, in that emailed invoice, there's a little line that says, if you click or if you've received five-star service, click here and let us know. And I tell them, if you click there, it'll actually take you to leave a Google review for us. And those are really, really important for us because we're a small company and we don't advertise and we don't want to have to pay a whole bunch to advertise. That helps keep our prices down. Those Google reviews, much like you guys probably found us through looking at our Google reviews, 
those Google reviews help other customers find us very inexpensively. And so it allows us to keep our prices down where they need to be. So I would really appreciate it if you would leave us a Google review. And they'll, they'll usually say, okay, and 20% of them will. So, yeah. um, yeah, but you don't get the 20% if you don't spend the 30 seconds to say, Hey, exactly, exactly. So that does two things that for one tells the customer up front that it was my goal to give you five-star service. And I was trying to give you five-star service. Okay. For one customers really love that, but that also tells customers that their review and their referral of your company is incredibly important. So, um, we, we do a lot of work and we are still at a point where over 50% of our work comes in from word of mouth referrals. Our, our mantra is that we go into a customer's home and we want to make them so happy that they tell two of their friends about us. And, and so the asking for the Google review is basically asking for their referral in the future, not only via Google, but like if, if, you're ha if you're willing to have that conversation with them and they go off and leave you a Google review, they're also going to brag about you to a couple of their friends. So that gets your marketing budget way down. It's verification. Way, way down. Yeah, it's verification that, hey, we did good. They're going to do this. Right, right. So um, now, because you are giving them one-click access or one email access to, to bring concerns your way, be ready because they'll come. And that's okay. It's part of business. Um, uh, it, it's perfectly normal to have concerned customers. For one, they may just be on a totally different page than you were on price. You know, we still have people today that think you could, you should be able to install a water heater for under a thousand dollars. Well, water heaters cost me $800 before tax to buy the unit. Isn't that crazy that five years ago, you yeah. could go up to, and I, you could go get one for like three seventy five. You could go to Home Depot, and as a so say I was a homeowner, that yep. you know, say I'm sixty five from now. Yeah, I'm sixty five. I've I know how to put in a water heater. I could go up to Home Depot and get one for three seventy five, and then three years later, you're like, uh, yeah, ain't happening. No, dude. Right. We're I mean, we'll put one in for you. And but, this and this isn't bite inflation that caused this. This has been this, this has, has been, been going for a while. Yeah, it's been going for a long yeah. time. This is some different things that happened in like the water heater industry that caused this. But um, you're gonna have upset customers emailing in. It may be price. It may be a performance issue. It may be a mess. It may be, you know, as your technician was pulling in here, I accidentally drove through my grass and broke a sprinkler head. Like. It, there's just some random shit that just happens. Yeah, he okay? may he may not have noticed he even did it. Right, right. Things just happen. Yep. But that's what the filters for. That's because right. if if someone was a hundred percent happy, say one say one of your guys did bust a sprinkler head. First off, if they knew they did it, they would probably call you and tell you. Yeah. They didn't notice. The customer's got a four star. He's like, oh man. But if if he cannot leave that review and filter, and then you say, dude. I'm coming out right now. Yeah. We'll get it fixed. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. that happened. I wish you would have saw it. Yeah. And if you only gave them the option to give you a review. Yep. You're just getting stuck with it. Then then they're going to be like, four-star review. He drove through my yard and broke a sprinkler head. Like, that was the only avenue they had to voice their concern. Yeah. And if it's just one sentence, look, this is the text me text messaging culture we're in right now. When you read one line, 10 people will read that same line differently. Oh, yeah. So when you see a Google review that says, hey, you drove through my yard and broke a sprinkler head, half the people are thinking, 
oh, he just clipped it. He pulled in. Oh, no big deal. The other half are thinking, this guy backed up to the front door, ran over three fucking sprinkler heads, <laughs> clipped the cat on the way out. <laughs> you know, people just, they don't, Yeah. you don't know what they're actually saying. Right, right. Everyone interprets the severity completely different. Exactly. So so it's best to give them an, ad, an avenue to voice all that concern that's not even on Google. And, and so we had, um, you know, we have customers email us in concerns. And, and I'm going to say... 50%, maybe, maybe not quite 50, 30 to 50% were able to just have an email conversation with them and alleviate their concern. Sometimes like we charge a service fee to come out to somebody's house. And sometimes the customer's only concern is I thought the service fee would go away if I chose a repair. And we, we tell them up front, we, we even tell them when they book the call yeah. that the service fee is in addition to any work that's performed. But some people don't hear that. And so we had just have to have another conversation with them. Um, but yeah, 50% of the concerns, the conversation escalates to maybe a phone call or maybe a refund or whatever is appropriate, right? Um, let's say a technician got mud on their carpet or something, right? Maybe we were dragging an old rusty water heater out of their house and it dribbled rusty water on their carpet. That's the worst. It is the worst. It sucks. Um, I got a trash bag on the bottom of that thing. Got a couple of carpet cleaner guys on retainer for just for that, but um, Dude, trash bag on the bottom of the water heater. It doesn't always work. Well, it does if you're careful. So, um, but um, yeah, we. I mean, some you, you do enough work, you're gonna have some. I'm gonna get stuff you like some that. drop cloths. Oh, we got plenty. Oh, well, then how does it happen? It you'd just be amazed. <laughs> like you, you put a trash bag on the bottom, and it's now dripping out the top because yeah. maybe the the thing was leaking out the top for years. Like it's just sometimes shit just happens. Yeah. It's weird. Shit does happen. Um. Um, so handle those accordingly. And the best way to handle that constructive, because what it is, is constructive criticism, right? Now, yeah. how, how much you allow it to construct your business is different, but, um, do yourself a favor and remove your passion and your commitment to your company when replying to that review. I used to put way too much faith in my guys and way too much pride in our work that we did. And I would reply to these reviews like, tough shit. Sorry. <laughs> like, we were out there at 3 a.m. replacing your water heater and you're complaining about a couple of rusty drips. Like, come on, you know? And, and I didn't actually say that, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking mm -hmm. this, right? Well, that shaped how I would reply to these reviews and it wasn't good. It wasn't positive. So, you, you will do a lot better if you can remove all of that passion from the review and strictly take a third-party, candid, like, customer service role and just be like, oh, man, I'm really sorry to hear that. What can we do to make it better? And you'd be amazed what the even, customers say. Even if it inflames you to no end, yeah. it will help you in the long run. Yeah. Well, and I always ask the customer flat out, like, what can we do to make it better, right? Because you'd be amazed what they say. They may have white carpet with like five rusty spots on it from water. Yeah. That would cost me $1,000 to have their carpet cleaned. And they may say like, oh, I don't know. I mean, call it $25 a spot. So if you take 125 off the bill, would, would that be okay? And I'd just say like, done. Yeah. Right? For one, they just saved me $900. Yeah. But for two, it's what they wanted. And I matched them on the level that they were at. And now they're happy. Right. I gave them no friction. Yeah. So now if they said like, oh, this carpet's, you yeah, know, it's $5, a $5,000 carpet. It's a Persian rug, bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're going to have an on-site visit for that, right? Yeah. We're going to we're going to look at that one a little bit deeper. But you'd be amazed a lot. Of, so, a lot of customers are used to having to like call in the dogs whenever they're upset and and like escalate this thing way high just to get a response. And so the moment you give them a really caring response right from the get-go, it defuses an upset customer really quickly. Well, and think about it, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to give a refund. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Think of it as, okay, so you're starting out your business right now and you're not paying for advertising. Right. Okay. That's advertising that you're paying for. Yeah. And it's really cheap advertising. It's, yeah. A $50 it's, refund on a, on a $900 job. Cheap. And you yeah. know what? A lot of times that, um, small amount of money, it's not the money necessarily. It's the effort and the willingness for you to say, Hey, okay, I'll meet you. The effort with the customer is what continues to get sales yep. with them and with people that they talk to. Yeah. Okay. And That's just advertising 101. And you may not. So like, let's say you've legitimately dropped the ball and your customer's upset. At that point, what you're trying to salvage is the, the odds of that customer referring you from here on out have dropped dramatically. But if you don't play your cards right, dealing with their upset r- nature, really burn, well, yeah. now they're going to tell people to not use you. Right. It's a different thing if they just don't refer you. Yeah. And if they, like they're actively telling people, well, don't use this company because they ruined my rug and wouldn't pay for it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, heck, I one of my five star reviews is is li- like so we talked about this on a show, I don't know, six or eight episodes ago. We flooded a house twice and it's embarrassing, but it is what it is. Hacks. Yeah. <laughs> We, we made a mistake. Fucking hacks. We, we were installing a water softener. We made a mistake and flooded it once. And then um, and then the water softener was broken out of the factory. It had a broken piece in it. And when it went to regenerate five days later, it flooded their house again. And, um, and thankfully, this guy was really understanding. We jumped, like, we jumped high for this guy, took care of everything. I mean, it cost me some money, but we took care of all of the damage we took care of, all of the dry out, we fixed every single thing in his house. He still gave us a five star review. It's because you, it's because you made the wrong right. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the five. It star wasn't re- free, right? But right, <laughs> you paid for that advertisement. Right now, just imagine if I would have went to that guy and I'd been like, mm, tough shit, you know, well, yeah. that, that stuff happens. Or if I gave him friction, if I made him like have to work for me making it right like an insurance agent yeah (laughs) like a fucking insurance agent you gotta beat those guys to death to get them to pay for shit that you've been paying for for 22 years yeah yeah so fired up on those turds (laughs) biggest scam in american history fuckers so that about wraps up um our our show for getting google reviews um i know that this process is not widely used and especially by small companies um, I'm just going to come out and say it. This is probably the most shareable show we have ever done because of the amount of value we just gave you guys is massive. Um, you follow that process to a T. You implement it in your business, and you're going to start seeing Google reviews. Now, keep in mind, you have to ask every single customer for one. It's that important. It's 30 seconds. Right. It takes 30 seconds to talk to them. You start doing that, and your Google reviews start climbing, your business will become really successful and you're welcome. So the only thing we ask for in return <laughs> is that you 
send this show to somebody else going, hey, you want to know how to get Google reviews? These guys got a pretty bang up idea and it fucking works. And it's not how do you get Google reviews? It's how do you generate business? Right. So uh, I'll, I'll end it on this. Um, we, we've got 400 Google reviews. We've got four plumbers. Okay. That's not a hundred Google reviews per plumber. I personally, so we, our first employee that we hired is coming up on their first anniversary with us. So a year ago today, I was still the only plumber we had in the company. And it just came up in my Facebook memories, um, like three days ago. So one year ago, I was our only plumber. We hadn't been in business yet for a full year. We had only been in business for like 10 months, and we already had 200 Google reviews. So I personally, myself, using this method, was able to get 200 Google reviews in one year. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, Just follow that process to a T. And share this show with somebody else who's starting their business and wondering if they need to start paying some review company to get them a bunch of Google reviews. Yeah. And that sounds, that sounds like a lot. It's four a week. Yeah. It's not that many. It's not that many. My goal was to get 20 to 25 Google reviews a month. And if you could get two, if you're on your own and you can get two a week and get hundred in a year, that's a reasonable goal. Yeah. A very reasonable goal and an obtainable goal. Yeah. You, you, on average, you have 21 to 23 business days per month. And I was trying to get one Google review for every business day. So yeah. um, some days you get two or three. Some days you go two or three days without getting one. It just kind of depends. Yeah. But Law of averages. Law of averages. And a customer can't give you more than one Google review. So if you're revisiting customers' homes a lot, that's going to lower your number a little bit. But you can do it. You can easily do it. And if you, if you guys are already having companies with two or three guys – then you can get you can come out of the gate cranking. You can get 200 Google reviews in three or four months. Yeah, especially if you dedicate the time and the training. And, and when we say train, when I say training, I don't mean like oh we got to go to a three day course. No, you guys just got to sit down and talk about hey yeah. this is our approach. This is what we're gonna do. Just do it on every house, guys. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna get there. Yep. Okay. So, um, guys, about, if you have any other one more thing, what about giving a stipend to guys uh, for Google reviews when you start out? Yeah, absolutely. Like that's hands down. So uh, we we spiff our guys for yeah. every Google review. I thought they you get. did, yep. and I'm surprised you didn't bring that up. Yep. So um, um, we we provide a financial incentive for our guys to get Google reviews because that's advertising. We literally pull that incentive from our advertising budget. So there you go. Um, um, and, and that helps dramatically. So uh, their their Google review is probably more beneficial advertising than any other kind of advertising right we do. Is. So. I'm happy to pay them a little bit of a spiff to get a, to, for them to get a Google review. So, um, uh, that wasn't in place when I got my 200, but <laughs> it is, it's in place now. Right. So, Oh man, it's tough. Um, it's tough being you sometimes. It's, it's tough being me sometimes. So, uh, guys, again, um, if you, if you have any questions, uh, about Google review stuff, feel free to send them to us. Ask Mitch at Mitch Smedley.com. Um, other than that, uh, we will leave you on this amazing high note of go out there and smash it with Google reviews. We can't wait to hear of your successes. So, uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Love you guys.